Spinner Skull with me, Louise. Right now, it is time to chat to our Leaving Cert voices. These are students who are living the reality that is Leaving Cert 2021. Three students from across the country that are going to share their opinions with us across the next eight weeks as they navigate their way through one of the most historic academic situations. Ethan Irian, you're in Limerick this morning. Tell us a little bit about yourself and where you go to school. My name is Ethan Irian. I'm a 17-year-old sixth year in Laurel Clasha FCJ in Limerick City and I'm experiencing a very interesting leaving cert year so far. Absolutely that. You were one of our four students whose journeys we're going to follow across the next eight weeks. Um, for you guys, you've pretty much not had a fifth year. Your sixth year is up in the air and there's no roadmap. You've no idea where you're going. So what's the Leaving Cert experience been like so far? I think the main thing that I keep going back to in my own head is that you go through the first kind of four or five years of secondary school building up to like your last two years And they're built up to be this whole thing, you know, that like, it's your last two years. It's like you get to say goodbye, you know, you get all your closure. It's just not been that for us. So it just feels very strange because nothing like this has ever happened before. And my brother is in the year ahead of me. So he did his leaving search in 2020. So we've kind of had both years in our house. Um, So it's just been very strange because you kind of like you go through your first three years like in our school we have the things like that the sixth years do like the sixth years were on our like fun day and stuff in school and I don't think we're going to get to do that this year and like the sixth year trips that are always talked about and just all the stuff that you're kind of building up to we just didn't get to do so it feels very much like we're going to be leaving without really like finishing up in the school so that's like a big shame I think. Yeah, and it's interesting that you talk about that side of things because I guess in the media over the last number of weeks and months, it's mainly been academics because at the end of the day, that's what, you know, the Leaving Cert is geared towards. It brings you on to the next step in your academic lives. But there is so much more to the six-year experience than just the Leaving Cert. Yeah, like, I mean, it's going to be very strange. Like, I mean, hopefully, I mean, I mean, like vaccinations are on their way. So hopefully we'll be able to have a graduation and a Debs because like I know the sixth years last year didn't get that. And that's such a huge shame because obviously, as you said, like everything is kind of focused on academics at the moment because that is what's considered most important in sixth year. But for us, like, I mean, I feel like the social aspect and the academic aspect, we kind of hold them on similar planes. And like, it'll be a shame if I leave without properly getting to say goodbye to the school. Because like, it's been like my home for the past like five and a half years. And like, I'd hate to leave without feeling like I properly got to say goodbye to that. Because it'd be very hard to move on properly and go to college when you didn't really finish secondary school. You're going to have to do a leaving certificate of some capacity. So, I mean, that is ultimately going to be your probably last experience in the school. So what would you like that to be? Are you feeling stressed? I mean, almost everyone in my year doesn't really... I know there's probably a few people who would like um, adamantly prefer to do either calculated grades or the written exam. But I think most of us would just like to know for certain what we're doing. Because like every other year has gotten has gone into sixth year knowing exactly what they're going to do at the end of the year. Like they know they're going to sit those exams in June. Whereas for us in last year's sixth years, like there's been no way to predict because like COVID kind of changes how we go like day by day, week by week. Like you can't really predict it. Um, I mean, what I like is um, if we were to sit a written leaving cert, that it be altered more because there's so much like 
there's a, such a big difference between learning in school and learning at home, especially considering the fact that not every student is lucky enough to have a private space to work, um, a safe space to work or a quiet space. Not everyone has a, as good a device as somebody else. Like there's just a way too much inequality student to student when it comes to at home learning. And I know it's what we have to do at the moment, but I think that it would be a shame if like people did badly in the leaving search because of their at home situation. And I feel like that would definitely be apparent if we were to sit a written, written leaving search like they planned to at the beginning of September. I know they've altered the courses and they've altered um, like the exams slightly, but I still don't think it's enough considering now that we've lost another month of school. Um, yeah. I feel like that changes things even more. You are a voice here on Spin for Leaving Cert students for your peers. If Minister Norma Foley was tuning us in this morning, what would you say to her? That our mental health is just as important as our education and one shouldn't be prioritised over the other. That's, I feel like we're, we're either sacrificing our education for our mental health or we're sacrificing our mental health for our education. And I think that it should never be like that. And um, mental health and education are way more connected than people realise. Um, you need to be at a good mental health and good physical health to do work well. And I feel like being at home kind of takes its toll. And I think we need to take into account that not everyone is feeling their best at the moment. Um, I know I don't think anybody is at peak mental health right now being at home. And I think that should be 100% taken into account that we might not be doing our best work because of that. So yeah. what would you like her to do? I think just to feel like we're being listened to would be really nice. Like it's it, like I when things like this come up where we're able to speak about what we want and speak about how we feel that's really important to us because a lot of the time as people who aren't of voting age like we don't really feel that listened to by the government and it's like I think it would just feel nice to have our views and our opinions like recognized at a government Sarah level. you are a student in Dublin tell me a little bit about yourself and where you're at so I'm Sarah, I'm 17 and I'm a sixth year student in Castle Lock Community College. I would say that the overwhelming word is just stressful, like being in sixth year is stressful at the best of times and then sixth year during a pandemic when we don't really know what's happening with our exams is probably one of the most stressful experiences of my life. We really don't know what we're doing, like should we be preparing for orals and practicals? Are they even going to happen? Are we preparing for predicted grades or a written exam? Um, and it's just really hard to study where you don't know if are you going to spend all this time on the oral and then they get cancelled and that was just a waste of time. Like, it's just really difficult. Yeah. So what have your coping mechanisms been? What have you been doing to try and help yourself along or have your teachers been helping you, your school? I think, to be honest, I think the schools are trying their best. I just think it's difficult for them as well. Like no one really signed up to teach online as much as we didn't sign up to learn online. Um, I think it's just kind of about trying your best and trying to get as much done as you can, but realizing that you're probably not going to be as productive as you would be in a normal school year. And I guess that's okay because this isn't really a normal school year. If you had one message this morning, Sarah, for Minister Foley or for anyone that's working in the Department of Education or making decisions as part of our government, what would you like them to do for Leaving Cert students? tell us what's happening is the biggest thing you know it's like every week we're told that there's going to be a major announcement next week and you know we can't live like that until June and I think also to see 
students as equal stakeholders in the issue to teachers. You know, we hear a lot in the media about what the teachers unions are saying, but we've seen that students are overwhelmingly calling for predicted grades and it doesn't seem to be being given as much space or as much attention from the department. So I think at the end of the day, it is our leaving cert and we deserve to be heard by the department. David, you are in Dublin. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm David Wright. I'm a sixth year student in Lucan Community College. How are you and your peers finding what can only be described as a very uncertain and unfortunate year to do your leaving cert? I'd say we're struggling. It's a bit difficult knowing what we need to focus on. Do we focus on studying in our own time? Do we focus on the assignments we get set? So it's, it's a bit difficult for us now knowing what to look forward to. Like, are we going to do a written leaving cert exam? Are we going to have predicted grades? What's the story? So yeah. there's uncertainty. And even when, we, when are we going back to school? We don't know. So it's a lot of questions and no answers. There are support systems in place. Like teachers are supporting us personally like they are very lenient with deadlines because they understand that everyone's situation is different we have different things going on so they are being lenient and they are giving us a lot of time away from the screen to try and make sure that you know our eyes are okay our backs aren't aching but in general there is a lot of screen time a bigger workload that we have and it is difficult to manage all that with taking care of yourself getting you know 30 minutes going on a walk um, just trying to take care of yourself, staying hydrated. So it is difficult to manage it. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I know myself from doing the Leaving Cert that it, there's such a big workload. Like you have, what, eight or nine subjects that you need to cover. You've got all of that coursework on top of exam papers. I'd imagine not having in-class contact and having your teacher there to direct that learning. If you're not someone who can sit down and focus without having someone standing over you, literally like a teacher in the classroom, it's next to impossible. Would you agree? Oh, definitely. I've noticed that a lot of people are not motivated at all to do as much work. Like I know when you're in school, when you're in the class, like teachers are standing there at the top of the classroom, they're looking at you, they expect you to do the work. There's kind of no way to escape it. But when you're at home and it's kind of a laptop screen or a computer screen, you can avoid it. You don't have to like you don't have to do the work as much. You aren't motivated to do the work. It is a lot of people doing self-directive working and you have to put in your own effort because at the end of the day there will be something whether it be calculated grades continuous assessment uh, written leaving cert there is going to be something and kind of the idea of there is something at the end is what motivates me so hopefully that motivates other people as well what are you hoping to do david after the leaving cert are you set on heading into third level i am i do want to go into third level i filled out my cao the other day and i haven't fully decided on everything yet but I am liking business business is my favorite subject so I'm looking at going into something to do with business brilliant you have the airtime right now David and we would love for you to send a message out there to members of the government and the department of education what would you like to say to minister foley and those that have the power what I'd like to say is please just whatever decision you make make sure that student well-being and mental health is being taken into account and please make the decision as soon as possible. We need clarity soon. And that's all we're asking. We're, we're, we just want to know what is happening and to know that we are being looked after with whatever decision is made. Spin Air Skull with Louise. 
We're back shortly on Spinner Skull with plenty more Leave Insert chats. We'll chat with Calum Heatherman, our final Leave Insert student, who will join us a little later from his home in Limerick. Plus, we have got advice and inspiration from author, columnist and influencer Stephanie Preisner. You're listening to Spinner Skull with Kilmartin Educational Services in class or online. Learn and revise safely with KES.ie. Spin Air Skull with Kilmartin Educational Services in class or online. Learn and revise safely. KES.ie Spin. Spin Air School with Louise. Calum Hederman, you are in Limerick. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi Louise and thanks very much for giving me the opportunity. I really appreciate it. So I'm Calum Hederman. I'm 18 years of age and like you said, I'm from the beautiful county of Limerick um, out the east side. So I'm a sixth year student in, in John the Baptist Community School in Hospital um, and apart from outside of school, I'm a big advocate for all things climate justice, sustainable development. So when this popped up, uh, all the debate around the Leaving Cert, I was, I was well versed to give it a go and I've, I've loved the opportunity so far. Calum, you have, I guess, become a little bit of a celebrity in the land of Leaving Cert students. How have you been finding the whole situation and saga that is Leaving Cert 2021? It's been a, a weird and wonderful month, as you can imagine. Like it's, it's been, on the one hand, uh, a very tough situation for everyone because no one has clarity and we haven't been given any um, concrete proposals or any idea what might happen in only uh, 120-something days for our leaving certs. Um, but on the other hand, like it's been a great opportunity to get a student perspective out there anyway. And I suppose, yeah, a few people have said it's like some sort of celebrity status or whatever it is. And obviously social media has been blowing up over the last few weeks, but it's been a really good opportunity. Like I've always been trying to get young voices out there, like like my own. Um, and it's been a really good opportunity to, to really voice the concerns of the students because often young people's voices are tokenized. Um, and People speak on behalf of us like we saw last year with the disarray of students not being able to get their voice out there. So at the turn of events this year, I was, I was really fortunate to be given the, the opportunity to actually get my voice out there. And I have to give a big shout out to, to Donald from the Limerick Leader who, who published my first piece that, that took off without either, either of us expecting it. So um, yeah, it's been, it's been a, a cool month um, and just trying to balance the, the media side of things and actually getting our, our voices out there and our concerns out there with actually the reality of, of studying for a Leaving Cert. It's fantastic that you have had an opportunity to shine the light on Leaving Cert students. And as Ethan Urian mentioned in the show this week, uh, you know, sometimes a lot of Leaving Cert students aren't even voting age, so they don't have the power to make change within government. And it's frustrating. And I guess having social media as a platform to make your voice heard is so powerful and you've proven that and, you know, get a message across. So your message really is that, you're fed up with the uncertainty. What do you want to see happening right now? The big issue is that, that students have, have clearly called for a choice um, and we're asking people to support us in that. But like we saw last year was that there was so much uncertainty and, and even taking a, a quick statistic that I saw from, from last year, the class, 46% of students struggled with their mental health, either through anxiety or depression due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And like this year, I've seen a very clear and, and similar pattern, um, if not more significant because of the lack of clarity. So what I've been calling for, and I know what students across the country have been calling for, is just a choice and some clarity um, around what, what way we're actually going to be examined because we need to prepare for it. It's, it's all well and good focusing in on the public health side of it, but there's so many other issues surrounding 
the COVID-19 pandemic and state exams. It's a multifaceted issue. Um, so when we look at it, like we've missed one fifth of, of our senior cycle curriculum um, and we can't sit a traditional leaving cert. And it's welcome that they're looking into alternative sets of exams, but it's important that, that we listen to those directly affected by this. And, and that's the students. Yeah, that's really well said, Caleb. I guess just to pick up there on, you mentioned, you know, how it's affecting your mental health, being denied the social contact with your peers and not being in a school environment for a number of months. It isn't easy to be going through all of this at home. Yeah, and it's really important to note as well that, that although like externally it might seem that someone's very confident, like a lot of people aren't and they struggle in their own rights. Um, and I know myself over the last few months, it's, it's been trying to adapt to the ever-changing circumstance we're, we're in, whether it be through school, whether it be through not being able to see my friends, not being able to exercise outside two kilometre radius. Um, and it's been the same for so many students and so many of my friends, regardless of school, um, people have, have suffered great loss. Like we've, we've all had to make sacrifices. Um, and I think the big issue is that, that we just need empathy and, and a bit of understanding. Um, and thankfully, that, that's coming slowly but surely through some of the communication we're getting, the, the, very, the very small parts of communication we're getting from the departments. But I think understanding has to be at, at the front of it. And just, it's been difficult as well because you're spending so much time sitting on a computer for classes that then to have to jump on a phone again to chat to your friends is, is even adding up and you could be spending hours upon hours upon hours in front of a screen. And that's not good. Like days that I'm not getting out into the fresh air, I notice it. Like I notice that I'm not sleeping as well as I would if I was. So it's important that everyone's finding those little things that, that are helping them. Like I know I have a joke with a couple of my friends that I'm a, I'm a fan of a caramel Freddo. Um, so there'll always be some joke in the car in, in the group chat saying like oh Caelan did you have your caramel freddo today and they'll be able to judge my mood based on that whether I've taken a break throughout the day or whatever so it's all about finding those little things that you enjoy and give you like that bit of happiness during the day because it's such a difficult time that we do need to find those small things no doubt about it and look if your joy comes in the form of chocolate well then long may that last um you could be doing a lot worse Caelan that is for sure um that is so refreshing to hear and I guess one thing I love that you said there was that reference to empathy and I think regardless what type of exam happens the people grading the exams the institutions of higher education they need to all be empathetic in their approach to how everyone moves on and moves forward out of this so where would you Caleb like the situation to be in eight weeks time when we're at the other end of this radio series well um I I uh it's it's a tough one because I'd love to see something that's fair for everyone but unfortunately we're in a situation where, where that's going to be difficult but I think what we need is a set of exams or a set of a, a set examination process that everyone is comfortable with and they feel represents the work they put in, whether that's the predicted grade model with calculated uh, or with continuous assessment um, and given public health advice that you know students who want to can sit their exams in June. But I think what we need now is certainty. Um, and what we saw last year was the big issue was that there wasn't certainty. And up until weeks before people got their results, they weren't sure and things were ever changing with glitches in the coding systems and things like this. And right now, like what we need is we need a clear proposal from the department that students know how they're being assessed. Teachers know how they're going to have to assess students. 
and as well as that all the leading bodies are, are can come to agreement with it that there won't be like we saw this year like that there was 50 high court cases against the department that everyone feels fair like that that it's been a fair and inclusive process will there be those extra places put in place to, to do with the the surge of places from last year and will they be targeted at the the courses that have been inflated because i know the course that i want to do it's after shooting up by about 50 points which is obviously worrying because it's where i want to go but at the same time i'm looking at it in a way maybe maybe it's it's best to see how it all plays out but it's a big worry for students and for their families and for teachers and it's just really important that that there is a clear proposal and in eight weeks time i'm really hoping i hope it won't take eight weeks i hope by next week we'll see something like on tuesday or wednesday but if not that we're given some clear indication of what's to come because i think that's what's really um really tough for everyone at the minute is just not knowing what's going to happen for sure. Well, look, I have no doubt about it, Caelum, that we are going to be hearing big things from you in the future and that things will absolutely work out. Um, as you said, look, next early next week, we're expecting an announcement from the government. So here's hoping by the time we catch up again on spin, it will be for the better and uh, you'll be preparing for an exam in some shape or form. And uh, look forward to catching up again next week. Thank you very much, Louise. I'm looking forward to next week. And thanks for giving students the platform. Spinner School with Louise, only on spin.